Welcome to the RedX Real Estate Podcast. Here, you'll discover how to create stability and opportunity for your business with tips, tricks, habits, and hacks from top performing agents. If you'd like to receive notifications for new episodes, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you like to listen. And for even more updates on eBooks, webinar trainings, and other useful real estate content, head over to theredx.com slash blog and click on any blog post to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Thanks for listening. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Red X Podcast. Uh, my name is Andrew, and I am super excited for today's guest. We've got Martin Samarco from Ypsilanti, Michigan. Am I saying that right, Marco? Martin? Yeah, yeah. We 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 we, we will um, say you're a Taurus, but um, <laughs> it's all right. You Good passed for me, first man. go around. If, if, here, tell us, tell tell the audience where you're from, there, Martin. Ypsilanti, Michigan. Ypsilanti, Michigan. Okay. And he is here today go. to um, share his story, his expertise on for sale by owners, but just as importantly, his journey. Uh, Martin has an amazing journey. He's a professional basketball player, uh, you know, played for several different countries. So we'll, we'll get into that. But welcome to the show, Martin. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm super excited too. Thank you, Andrew, and thank you, Red X, for having me. And uh, can't wait to tell my story. Awesome. Well, uh, before we tell that story and before we get going, I've got just a couple items of business for the audience. Um, as always, this is a participatory event. So any questions that you have for Martin here, uh, just chat them in, whether you're on YouTube, on our website, Facebook, send them our way. We'll get them answered. Um, and then if you want to catch a replay of this podcast, you can do that at theredx.com slash podcast or find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you like to listen. So let's just get right into it, Martin. Um, tell us your story, man. Tell us where you're, where you're from and what you uh, were doing prior to real estate and kind of what led you into the, the career shift. Okay. Uh, Martin Samarco grew up in a small town of Ypsilanti, Michigan. About 30 minutes from downtown Detroit. Uh, I'm the oldest of five, grew up with a close family, grew up with a, uh, close friends. And I grew up in a community in a neighborhood where we all play basketball. Um, four people on my street I grew up with played Division One basketball. And out of the four, three of us played professional basketball. Um, I played overseas in Europe for seven years and five years in Latin America. And um, through the journeys, through um, the cultures I experienced, it helped me and shaped me to who I am today. And it also helped me um, get into real estate. That's awesome, man. That's so cool that you, you went from professional basketball player to real estate agent. And I'm sure there's a lot of crossover there when it comes to the practice and the discipline. I mean, that's what we, we talk about all the time on this podcast is it takes dedication, it takes practice, it takes good health, mental health, physical health, all those things to get into it. So I'm, I'm excited to, um, you know, maybe dig into some of the crossover there. Um, let's let's talk about more about that transition into real estate. Uh, from from what I understand, you've you've been actively selling for what about a year, maybe a little mm -hmm. over a year. Mm -hmm. Right. And and that you sold what was it, 29 homes in your first year? Correct. Mm -hmm. And was that all for sale by owners? No, it wasn't all for sale Not by all. owners. <laughs> I don't know if I could deal with that headache, but um, <laughs> it was, uh, I think, 
10 on the listing side and 19 buyers. Okay. And uh, about four or five uh, for sale by owners. Well, hey man, four or five in a year is is still awesome, right? I think that's you mm-hmm. know some some agents shoot for that as their goal for a year, you know, whether part time agents, whatever. Um, I love that. And 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 will you will you kind of tell us what that first year looked like? Because a lot of our audience are newer agents, um, you know, people who are, are you know probably in, in your similar shoes as far as how long they've been in the industry. Can you give them a little bit of an overview of kind of what that transition looked like and what kind of got you in the game and kept you in the game there? Okay. Um, the biggest thing is mindset. Before you do anything, you got to have the mindset. You got to make sure whatever it is you're going after, you're committing. So about three years ago, I was 32 years old, uh, had some major surgeries in the past, and I knew I was getting closer to the finish line with uh, my basketball career. Mm-hmm. So I started looking at um, different careers, different options, and I was just trying things. Well, in that process, uh, me and my fiance, we sold our first home in two days. Um, 2018, literally put the house on the market two days and sold. And our realtor, actually, he was 24 years old, sold our house and he sold his mother house and he moved to Atlanta. So we were stuck without a realtor with 30 days of occupancy. So we we're like literally scrambling. Um, we wind up going to a new construction and getting a new home built. And after that process was over, um, I started looking at the numbers and my gear just started turning because after my third year of playing, I started um, negotiating my own contracts. Mm. And I understood that sometimes you could outplay your contract and sometimes, you know, you might have got the best out of that contract. So my uh, gears get to turn and I was like, all right, I think I might be on to something post playing. So I went and took my class, got licensed, but I was still actively playing. So mm-hmm. I got my license in September of 2018, closed on my house literally the day before, and I started playing back in Mexico at the time the next day. So I had only stayed in my house for one night. Wow. Um, but I knew I only had maybe a season or two left. Mm-hmm. And so I just started um, listening to podcasts, uh, Red X was one. Um, there were some other podcasts I started listening to, and I just started preparing myself. You know, I, I knew um, my 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 time was coming to a to an end, and I gave like my whole life to basketball. Right. So I get my license. Oh no! So I retire, and once I retire, I come home uh, November two thousand nineteen. And I was just talking to whoever, wherever, and I wound up meeting a, uh, a, a guy who wanted to be in a client of mine. And I sold my first home December 31st of 2019, literally the last day of the year. I can't make this up. Right. And I was like, you know, that was the sign like, oh, we, we might be on to something. And nice. that deal I did, I call it the unicorn deal. I haven't did a deal like this since. I negotiated uh, 6% seller's concessions and I got him down payment assistance. So he wound up getting his earnest money deposit back at the closing. Um, And that was the first deal I ever got. And that client wound up referring me to more coworkers and I wound up closing them. And organically, I I just started to move and I started to to post on social media. And then I got uh, introduced to cold calling 
And what happened is I'm so my whole life I've been an athlete. So I'm always looking for a challenge. Mm-hmm. And I came across Fizzbos. It's like, oh, you can call Fizzbos. You can get them on the phone, blah, blah, blah. You need this. You need that. Well, my whole life I've been trained to score. And literally for 12 years, if I wasn't producing, you know, my job was on the line. Mm-hmm. It, you know, there wasn't no union or anything protecting me. It was all performance based. So I was always trained to do my research, watch video on my opponent and and know their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So I literally started treating real estate like how I treated my athlete career. When I woke up in the morning and go to the gym, I do that for real estate. Um, when I go to practice, that's my prospecting time. So I would go to practice two or three hours. All right, I come from my real estate career in business. I prospect for two or three hours. And I literally just start designing it how I, I um, how uh, the my basketball career was. So I hired me assistant. So now I start building my team. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you're in a locker room, it's not always um, peachy. There's a lot of negotiations. There's a lot of uh, different beliefs. There's a lot of opinions. And that's how I treat my negotiation process. Like, oh, we're in the locker room right now trying to figure this out. Mm. And what I am, I'm a problem solver and I find solutions. That's what I'm hired for. I literally had for 12 years at a professional level, I had to make decisions in less than 24 seconds. Right. And, you know, the GM, the coach's job depended on it. My job depended on my teammates job depended on it. So there's no more. There's no greater pressure didn't know when I can lose my job. Right. So now I'm in to the real estate ram and this is the biggest transactions of one of someone's life. So this is even mm-hmm. greater pressure because it's involving finances again. Right. So I started treating literally the same way I treated my athlete uh, athletic career and my closings was my game days. I got to show and perform at closings how I did in the games. And, you know, some games I scored career highs. Some closings wasn't the best, but I got us here. Um, So that's how I designed it in my first year. Well, I love that. I love that comparison between your basketball career and real estate, right? Because because I think people need to hear that. They need to hear that, yeah, there's highs, there's lows, there's good games, there's bad games. You know, it's not always the most consistent thing, but if you put in the work, if you put in the de- dedication, um, if, you, if you stick with it and you have that good mindset, then it definitely pays off. I wanna go back to kind of what you said at the beginning where you, you made your first sale and then you made a few more sales from referrals, then you got into social media and then cold calling. So those first few sales that you made, or at least that very first one, didn't come from cold calling. Where did it come from? How did you get connected with that person? Um, it was literally a friend of mine. I was at okay. his office, so I was at a local business, and I was just, you know, coming by, seeing his office, and a guy walked in, and I just organically started talking about real estate, and he was right. like, "Hey, I'm looking for a house," and when I say he was already pre-approved, like it, 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 I could, I can't make this. He was already pre-approved, knew what he wanted, and was already shopping. Right. So all I really had to do is negotiate and get the offer accepted. So pretty easy shot on that first one. Mm-hmm. My, my very first one, I was literally at the right spot at the right time. Nice. But what I did do, and I always do this no matter, no matter where I'm at, I'm always talking real estate. Mm-hmm. 
no matter what. You know, I, organically, I build a conversation, meet you. But there's yeah. some there's going to be a, a way I pivot back to real estate. I love that. And what are so how do how do some of those organic conversations start? Because I know a lot of people, you know, they hesitate to really push the real estate thing because they don't want to come across with sales breath or commission breath. You know, they don't want to call up their friends and family just to try and sell them. Um, what what do some of those kind of those conversations sound like, or, or how do you how do you ease into that conversation? How you doing today? It's that simple. <laughs> like, you just go just, for it. How, how you doing today? And um, like today, I was in the sauna, uh, and I just asked the guy, "How you doing today?" Hey, I'm doing mm-hmm. well. And he started saying how his body feel, and I said, "Oh yeah, I, I know the feeling being an athlete." And then mm-hmm. we started talking. Hey, what do you do for a living? Oh, this is what I do. Hey, if you ever need. Um, a realtor, you know somebody, take my info down. Simple as that. I'm not That's pushy. Yeah. I'm not pushing anywhere. I'm just introducing myself. I love that. I love that. And I think that's what a lot of new agents need to hear, right? Don't 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 be too aggressive with it. But if you just have a conversation, it's going to lead somewhere. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Well, let's 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 jump into some of this. Uh, you know where you eventually ended up, which is doing some cold calling, working for sell by owners. Um, I know that we we had mentioned you know maybe the the main part of this conversation was going to be about for sale by owners, but I want to hear other strategies too. Um, do you call any other lead types or any other lead sources? Um, this year I will get into geo leads nice. because of, there's not a lot of inventory, mm-hmm. and um, I just got off the phone literally before we got in this meeting, and it was a guy he didn't know how much equity he had in his condo. He was like, mm-hmm. oh, I could sell it for a hundred thousand. I'm okay if I walk away with ten thousand. I was like, "Well, your condo's worth one fifteen, sir." Yeah. He was like, "Oh, okay. I'm a let, let's let's get the ball rolling." So yes. it, it's just educating coming yeah. from from a purpose because you got to understand a lot of people are so busy in their lives that they put this side of it off. Right. You know, this is just an asset that they don't really even think about because of the everyday um, hustle and bustle. So um, I'm just here to remind them that right now, if you got a list in this gold yeah, and you know, you have to list the last. So right now you need to be going after listings because the, the buyers are there. You mm. know, you can make one post, uh, Hey, I can get you pre-approval day. Somebody's going to be in your inbox trying to get pre-approved. Um, how I got into the for sale by owners was, it was just a challenge, but I was new to the industry and I knew I can get someone to pick the phone up. Right. So what I started doing is I call it Fizbo Fridays. So I read this book uh, and it, I'm not getting off into religion or whatever, but it was by Joel Olstein. It was like mm-hmm. every day is a Friday. Every day is not a Friday because when I get to Friday, for some reason, I feel like a Friday and I feel 10, 20 percent better. Right. So I try to target my Fizbos on Friday because naturally they've been getting beat up all week and they're going to feel a little better. Right. So once I call, I'm trying to build a rapport, whether it's early in the morning or it's the afternoon. And I'm kind of straight to the point. Um, but I introduce myself, go through my little spiel. And if they give me any angle that they need help or if there's a I'll give you an example. Seven, seven thirty. It was December 30, 23rd. Most people took it off for the holidays for mm. Christmas. Called his call my a client of mine at the time it was a Fizbo, and she was out of town, and she was like, "Well, you know, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'll be back in two weeks." I said, "If you give me this listen for two weeks, 
I'll get this thing sold. And I took the listing literally for two weeks. And what happened was she started getting more showings, repriced it right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when she came back, we didn't get it sold, right? And she was like, "I'm a, since you work so hard with everything you put in place to help me sell my home, she gave me 21 more days. Next week, we were under contract. Nice. And cool. it was all because she said, I'm out of town for two weeks. So that was the angle. Okay, you're out of town for two weeks. The house is vacant due to COVID. All right, there's my angle. Give me this listing for two weeks. That's cool. all I need. Two weeks led me for 20, uh, you know, for a month contract. And I got it. Um, under contract the third week. So to any new agent, because I'm still newer in the business, mm -hmm. just look for an angle and as you're building that rapport. You don't have to be pushy because my whole slogan is I don't sell that. I don't sell house. I help you change your life mm -hmm. through real estate investing. I help change your life because real estate agents wear many, many hats. You know, we're like the local barber. We're your um, psychiatrist. We're your best friend. You know, we're everything but a realtor mm -hmm. until it's time to do realtor things. Right. Um, so that's the great thing. I have great clients. Um, over the first year, I only missed out on two deals. And one was my fault. And I learned literally right off the bat, it's not about you. Mm. You know, it's about your client. Take your pride out the window. So right. when I'm conversing and building that rapport with another agent, hey, listen, let's get to the table. You know, this is what came up on the inspection report. This is what my client wants. What does your client want? Let's find a happy medium and a win for both of us. Right. And so far, it, it, it's been good. That's excellent. And I love what you said there about um, with the idea of Fuzbo Fridays, that it's not about, because for a second there, I thought you were going to say, well, I'm in a better mood on Friday. That means I'm going to have better conversations. No, it was about the people you're calling. Right. You mm -hmm. said that I'm going to call people when they're in the best mood. Yeah, it's nice mm -hmm. that you're in a great mood on Friday as well, but they've been getting slammed with calls all week mm -hmm. and you're going to call them when they're in their best. I love that. I think that that's an mm -hmm. excellent Fuzbo strategy and something I think a lot of agents should start doing is, is that for sell by owner Friday, start calling them then. Um, yeah, I love that. It sounds like you've got a, a great strategy worked out there. Um, and if I can go on on yeah. top of that. Um, before I knew what words of affirmation was, I was always telling myself that as, as in my playing career, I should be like, oh, I don't get tired. Oh, I'm the best there is. So all I'm literally doing is switching my mindset to the business side of it and to real mm. estate. Oh, I'm the best agent. Oh, there's somebody literally today who needs me. Oh, I'm going to set an appointment. So I'm building that confidence in myself and I'm putting it out in the universe, but I'm also doing the work. So you have to move and you have to attack whatever plan there is you have you have to attack it and execute it so i hold myself accountable i'm always honest with my clients and there's another thing you got to understand you're going to hear more no's than yes mm. and when you're hearing those no's if you look at no backwards it says it's on on to the next client i love on that. to the next situation yes. On to the on to the next person who needs you. On to the next objection. So use that no and turn it into a yes because them yes are going to be very lucrative. Yeah. And there's people who's literally need you. And with, with Fizbo's, um, I have another agent. He calls Fizbo's with me, and he, you know, I, I picked up a lot of things. He, he's he's a really good agent. Um, 
But one thing I do is I text after the conversation. Mm. No matter if you didn't want to hear it, here's my information because you never know when they're going to reach back out or because you showed empathy and compassion. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like you. It's like in the offer accepted. There's some offers I got accepted where I wasn't the highest. Right. It's just because I built a rapport with that agent. Right, right. Well, I, I want to dig into kind of what some of these these conversations sound like, right? Because you strategize to call on Friday when they're in a better mood, you're in a better mood. What I, I want to dig into maybe some of the most common for sale by owner objections you get and how you overcome them. Ooh, <laughs> put me on the hot seat. The biggest one you, you hear is, oh, I don't need an agent. Right. Oh, oh, I don't, I don't, um, I already have an agent in mind. Mm-hmm. So, so the biggest thing is trying to push for an appointment. Okay, mm-hmm. well, can I stop by? And if they let you stop by, then that's where you should have all your data. That's when you should be showing you're different from the next agent. Mm-hmm. Um, or what I'm really hearing right now, oh, your buyer should pay your commission. Mm. Well, I tell them, if my buyer's paying my commission, how is he going to pay for your house? Right. You know, you're putting more expenses on the buyer. Um, the biggest thing, I'm just looking for an angle. If you give me an angle, then I'm going to push forward. Um, it's tough, but you have to understand and stay positive that there is people out there that need you. Because most of the time, bills they are way overpriced. Right. Or they don't have pictures. That's a big one. If I see, mm-hmm. if I don't see pictures um, posted, then I, I'm, you know, I'm really going to attack uh, the for sale by owners, and, and it's literally just trying to build a rapport and get to them seven touches, you know. Yeah. So you're the one they're thinking about. Seven touches because I think I think it's 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 pretty well known that the that the. the a lot of sales close after the fifth to seventh follow-up and the fifth to seventh touch. Is that mm-hmm. right? Is that kind of what you're banking on? Yep. And um, I'm honest with them. I said, you might yeah. not need an agent, right. but when it's time to negotiate after inspection and mm. so l- l- let me look at it like this. I'm on the buy side. I'm going against a for sale by owner. Mm-hmm. He's priced whatever he's priced at. So let's say a flat number, 200,000. Sure. So now we go to inspection and there's some things wrong in the house. I'm going to walk them down as low as I can. Right. Oh no, we're walking. You know, this is not going to work out. At that point, you're so you're 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 getting to the end of the of the deal. Nine times out of ten, they're going to you know negotiate down with you. So you might as well hire their agent because I just walked you down twenty thousand. Right. That was more than what you was going to pay a commission to right. an agent on both sides. So I just try to educate them and let them know that. You know, if if you're going to, uh, I just try to educate. To be honest, yeah. that's it. Yeah, and, and what, try to what, build that rapport. What what points are you able to to bring up or drive home that you think maybe other agents aren't, or 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 if it's some of the same points, like how do you approach them differently? Would you say? Um, just the way I communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always, you know, letting them know I'm there for them. Right. Yes, you, you can sell your house. So I'm giving them that confirmation. Yeah, you can do it mm. because it's a very sensitive subject. If you haven't sold homes before, you need a realtor. Right. I mean, let's be honest. There's there's so much that goes on in a transaction um, that you need someone there to protect you, negotiate, and 
make sure everything is running smoothly. Right. You know, and I tell a lot of them once, you know, I got a good relationship, like you wouldn't go and negotiate with a knee surgeon. You don't do your own knee surgeon. So now, you, you know, why are you doing this? When you're when you're selling your home, trust the experts because it like, there like you, you said go. earlier, like you said earlier, it's one of the biggest financial decisions any individual is going to make, maybe in their entire life, right? Absolutely. And if they don't trust the expert, maybe they'll end up paying too much. Maybe they'll end up selling for too little. Maybe they'll end up getting into a house that isn't in good condition, and you're the expert that can help them avoid those mistakes. I love it. We've got a question coming in from Amanda Smith, who's a regular viewer. We love hearing from Amanda. She asked, um, and you mentioned your social media earlier. She said, are you doing any hyper-local social media posts? Um, and if so, have you gotten good engagement? And I think we can even broaden that question to say, what do you do on social media and, and how do you drive engagement? So last year around March, I just literally dug into social media. Nice. Never did any paid ads. I literally hit Facebook and Instagram. And it started with Facebook because because Facebook is more they cap you out at five thousand people, right. so it's probably going to be more people that's near and dear to you. So I would just hey Martin Samarco here, EXP Realty. I'm just checking in. Uh, the housing market is on fire right now. Interest rates are still low. How can I help you? Mm. I'm giving out pre-approvals today. I'm giving nice. out pre-approvals. You know yeah. I'm acting like yeah, I'm yeah. the big shot, but. Sure. Um, I'm just educating and then, hey, what are you doing? What are your plans for today? I'm going live. And literally I was uh, made a post and I was just an organic post, less than a minute. I got a 350 pre-approval and a 250 pre-approval. And it was people I didn't even know were looking for homes, but it was one was a friend of mine and one was somebody who was following me. Right. So I think you can't be a quiet agent. And 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 what what happens is when you start speaking and people get to know your personality, they understand your confidence. But you're only confident because you have done this over and over again and you know what you can get done, because half the time clients don't even know what you're doing to get the deal done. You're right. doing so because you're wearing so many hats. You're doing so many things to get this deal done and make sure it don't fall apart. Mm. You know, it's like holding a baby and running on ice, <laughs> to yeah. be honest. But totally, you ain't going to let the baby fall. Um, so just be yourself, post daily, mm -hmm. um, and just speak from, the, speak from the heart. Put it out in the universe, and it might not happen overnight, but it will keep playing in other subconscious, and they will start looking at you at the expert. Because as you, as you start closing and getting people in homes and selling homes, People will understand you know what you're doing. So you're right. building that trust and show whatever you, if, if you're so this is for the people who don't post whatever it is. You have to get past that fear hmm. and you're only holding yourself back because everything is moving to video to technology. Yep. So the, the quicker you can get past that fear, the better you're going to be in your business. And everybody wants to be associated with winners. Right. So where can our audience find, if they're looking for examples, right? If they want to see, if they want to emulate kind of what you're doing on social media and see if they can use that as an example, where where, where can they find you or what should they search for on Facebook? Um, okay, um, just just my name, Martin Samarco. Martin Samarco. I'm what about just just my first and last name. I'm. Yeah. And you're with EXP about, Realty, right? I am with EXP, but I'm okay. about 4,900 uh, friends. 
Um, I'm, I, so I'm trying to delete a lot. You know, I'm 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 trying to delete a lot. But the ones who's not serious and buying, I'm trying to delete. Right. No, I hear you. <laughs> Unless your family or friends are close to me. Well, um, hey, we have a we have a couple audience members chatting in saying like. Uh, you know, how would you reply to a for sale by owner with this and, and asking if, if we can give a, a brief call synopsis. If you're down, uh, Martin, let's do let's do a little bit of a role play call um, where I will be a for sale by owner and I'll try to give you some pushback and we'll make it a, a good call. But let's just do a little role play call so they can kind of hear how you overcome some of those objections and, and how you do some of that. Is, that. is that cool? I'm fine with it. All right. Sounds good. Let's do it. Give me a ring. Ring, ring. Hello. Hey, Martin Samarco here with EXP. House available? Oh, Martin, huh? another another realtor, huh? Yeah, yeah. My house is available. I'm I'm, I'm trying to sell it. Yep. Okay. Um, how's the showings been going? You know, they've been going all right. Um, I I had a couple showings last week, but you know, no, nothing very promising. So no offer in hand. No offer in hand. No, not right now. Do 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 you mind if I ask why you're calling? Um, I'm trying to fi figure out. Are you paying three percent to the buy side if I brought you a qualified buyer? Do you do you have a qualified buyer you could bring me? Not at the moment. Hmm. But I do have a very very large database, and what I'm doing, I'm calling the area because I'm surveying and seeing who I can help uh, bring to you. So I'm trying to figure out, are you paying a 3% to well, the buy that's side? Well, that's exactly what I'm trying to avoid. I'm trying to avoid commissions at all. Um, and quite frankly, I don't really want to pay anyone a commission if I, if I can avoid it. So. Okay. So what was the reason? Is that the reason for, for selling by owner? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Okay. Um, so if I can show you without a shadow of a doubt, would you netting the 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 amount of money you would like to make with both commissions paid out six percent would you be looking to doing a meeting i mean i i don't know i've had realtors calling me all day and i just don't see how it's possible okay so what is your timeline well i'm trying to get out of here in the next three months i've got a new job across the country and i need to get out of i need to get out of this house and so and 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 I'm trying to make as much as possible off of this house, so hence not paying a commission. Okay. And with my expertise, if I can show you, I can net you the most money. Would you be opposed to working with a realtor? Not necessarily. I'd I'd want it done quick. I mean, how how quickly do you think you could sell my home? Um, well, the market and the numbers saying if we price it right, I think you you, I think you're in the ballpark, but I don't think you're getting the the, the proper um, attention to your home. <laughs> I dropped the ball on that. No, one. you're good. But I don't think you're getting the, the the attention, the proper attention to your home. Um, so I would like to show you what I can do. So you think you can market my home better than I can? Yes, absolutely. That's what I do for a living. Well, all right. I, I mean, I've heard the same thing from a few other agents, but I guess I'm willing to do an interview. Um, I've got 10 minutes this afternoon, if, if you want to call. I only need five. You only need five. All right. Well, uh, I'll, I'll shoot you my info and we can talk then. All right. Thank you, Andrew. No problem.
<laughs> I put you on the spot. I hope I wasn't. I hope I wasn't too hard. No, you're it. fine. No, you're <laughs> fine. You're fine. Um, normally, I'm. I mean, you do have some people that are very, very cutthroat. Yeah. Was um, I too combative? Was I being as cutthroat no, you're as fine. you've seen no, out that, there? No, that's no, that's a for sale by owner all day. Right. I think right. it it also matters on when you're calling a for sale by mm. owner too. I notice when I call them early in the morning, I get a better response. Late in the day, they've been beat up so bad. They're in a bad mood, mm. you know, with work and whatever's been going on through their day-to-day life. Um, also, too, I think it depends on when you call them. If it's the first first day or if it's the 60th day. Right. So gauging that sense of urgency. Um, I love calling for sale by owners in the, in the like the first couple of days. And then I can build that rapport to where by day 30 or 40, they're looking to list. Right, right. And we've got people chatting in on YouTube saying like, hey, great job, both of us, because, you know, we gave the pressure. We, we kept it real there. Um, what on those more difficult calls, you've talked before about finding the angle, right? Finding that right angle that you can that you can, you know, that you can kind of sneak through and, 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 and get in and, and, and at least get that appointment. Um, when you have a really pushy for sale by owner, maybe kind of how I was being, right? A lot of pushback, a lot of pressure. What kind of angles do you look for? What kind of openings can, can you find in the conversation or, or do you find most commonly? Well, I just keep trying to push that I can net you the amount of money you want. Mm. Uh, you don't want to show your whole hand. So I, mm. you don't want to say, oh, uh, your pictures are bad because all they're going to do is change their pictures. Right. You know, so no, you let them see once you get there, you got a photography company who takes the best pictures and, you know, 80 percent of homes that got a photographer is going to sell. You you start looking for different angles to help them and you keep in your back pocket. Right. For me, I'm I'm not the agent to cut my commission. I don't. Right. You know, I I have friends who go after for sale by owner. They cut their commission. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Um, Unless they're going to buy with me. So if they say, all right, I'm going to buy, yeah. all right, I, I'll give you 5%. Yeah. You're going to buy well, it with me. I think, that's a, I think that's a great thing to consider is that, is that at least on the phone, on that first conversation or the first couple conversations, you don't want to give them the ammunition that you've got waiting, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to tell them, well, your pictures suck. Okay, I'm going to go get my own pictures. Well, it's mm-hmm. priced too high. Okay, I'll lower my own price. Mm-hmm. It's about getting that appointment and saying, you know, not only will I do all these other things for you, but I'll help market it better. I think I can net you more. I, you know, all the things. I love that. I love that idea of don't give them too much of what you're going to do for them. Try to get in the door and actually do it for them. Um, so, so that's fantastic. We've got a couple more questions here. Uh, Feliz Finds Homes has asked, do the majority of your leads come from your sphere? Uh, and what is, let, let's start with that question. So they've got two parts. Do the majority of your leads come from your sphere or where do you find kind of the majority of your leads and, and, and you know, whether it's for sale by owners or prospecting or sphere, where does the majority of that come from? Okay, so you gotta get over the fact that your family and friends are not gonna buy with you in the beginning. Really? Most of them are going to use another realtor when you're in the beginning stage. But isn't that what your broker tells you to go after first day? They tell you that, but nine times out of ten, they want somebody who's been seasoned or who's mm. got proven results. Right. I had to learn that the hard way. Now I get my family and friends, but in the beginning, they sure. were going to different realtors, and no big deal. Sure. Um, get over that. Focus 
I say focus on social media, mm. just going live and posting and showing people what you're doing. And it doesn't have to be a very long video. It could be 30 seconds. And once they see you're out here, boots on the ground, moving around, you're going to attract some people. And you got to always have a mindset that someone needs you. Mm. You're, you're coming from uh, a place that you're helping somebody and you're, 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 and you're doing it out the kindness of your heart. And then eventually you'll continue to get compensated. Right. Because when you show value, you get value. Right. You can't, you can't have a sphere. If, you know, like you said, if, you, if you're not going to call your friends and family, you can't have a sphere until you build that sphere. And that's how right. you, that's an easy way to do it, or at least it sounds like it is, is just through social media, right? Mm-hmm. And if you don't, okay, say for the agents, I only got 300 friends. Well, fill mm-hmm. your Facebook up. Add yeah. everybody that's on Facebook, just click, click and, until you're at 5,000 that are not realtors and just post and post. Right, I love that. And this is the second question coming from them is, what, in your opinion, what is the best return on investment for marketing that you do. Whoo! I like Red it's X. paid or free I, or whatever. Okay. Um, the reason I'm on a Red X podcast because I like Red X. Um, there it is. Go, go. And the reason I like that because every day I wake up, the data is already there for me. I don't mm-hmm. have to go search. And I got the auto, auto dialer. So once mm-hmm. I got the auto dialer going, once them conversations come in, I'm, I'm. Uh, it's game time. It's go time. Right. So I would say get you a system um, that where you can dial and believe it or not, cold calling is coming back Yeah. because of the the, the uh, COVID and quarantine. And it's probably mm-hmm. at an all time high. Now look at uh, apps like Clubhouse and radio. You know, people want to people are dying to talk to people and to help people and show people what they want to do. Um, focus on. Um, getting you a system like Red X and focus on like, so the biggest pivot I'm going to make this year is geo leads mm. because how can you be the expert and you're not selling homes in your neighborhood? Right. You know, so that's going to be my focus this upcoming year because a lot of people, like I said earlier, don't know they have this much equity in their home. Right. And in my market houses, the good homes are going in a day or two multiple mm-hmm. offers, bidding wars, and there's so many buyers because the interest rates are so low. So go after them listings. I love it. I love it. And 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 kind of touching on that same thing is other than for sell by owners, what else do you like to prospect and kind of what does that weekly schedule look like, right? Yeah, Fuzbo Fridays, who do, who are you calling and who who do you contact, have conversations with on those other days? Um I'm really so so I focus on Fizbo's strictly Friday, mm-hmm. um, but I do call Fizbo's that's in the market I, I that I'm in. Like mm-hmm. so where I stay, if I see one pop up, I call that immediately. Hey, right. I'm Martin Samarco. Uh, I'm the local realtor here. I sold a house over here. Is there anything I could do to help you? Um, and I just try to build a relationship. And they're going to tell you, oh, no, no, okay. But that person might know somebody because you already done business in the neighborhood mm, right? or in the area or in the city. So I say just trying to get on on, on top of things. Um, do your social media post. Um, call. Do your follow-up. Call past clients. Even if you don't got clients, call uh, 
call whoever's in your phone. So I literally sent out last Thursday, I sent out a text message to everyone in my phone. And what I realized was there was three clients that bought houses Hmm. that I had spoken to early in the year. And that was my fault because I didn't follow up with them. Right. Like I needed to. Mm -hmm. So it's all in the follow up. It sounds like it sounds like a lot of, you know, pretty strategic follow up plan there. Mm-hmm. How many times do you call it for sale by owner before you, you know, basically discount them? I don't, I don't give up uh, until they're on a contract with another agent. Gotcha. And what does that follow-up yeah. schedule look like? So you make your first point of contact. Maybe the conversation goes okay, doesn't go so well. How, how, what does your follow-up schedule look like until you can get that appointment or until you can land that FUSBO? Hey, Martin Samarco, EXP Realty. I'm checking in again. Hmm. How are you doing today? So I'm still coming from a, a place of uh, I'm trying to help you. Right. And if they hang up on you, you got to understand, you're going to get so many no's. And like I said before, I win backwards yep. on, on to the next conversation. For every no, just keep moving on. I love just it. And how, how, how many, like how often do you do that once a week? Do you follow up once a month? I'm following. So once you start getting in a routine, Sometimes these people are going to answer the phone like, I already talked to you. I was like, right. that's the point because you want an agent that's going to continue to regularly talk to you. Mm-hmm. You know, and imagine if you do decide to list with me, how much you're going to talk to me. Not only are you my client, but you are an extended part of my family. Mm-hmm. And I want to continue to build relationships with you and give you the best service available and possible so you can get me your friends and family and referrals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, hey, we've got we've got one more question coming in here, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll wrap up on our time and get some closing thoughts. But this last question is great, and I think this is a common one that people have with for sale by owners. She says, um, Gina says, I'm not sure how you can get a net for a for sale by owner when the house is overpriced and when they're going to be paying a huge, sometimes five figure commission. How does that work? How can you net a Fuzbo more money when they're also paying the commission? Okay. Well, every for sale by owner has a bottom number. Mm. So figure out what their bottom number is and figure out how you can price it right so everybody wins. And a lot of times when everybody's going after for, for sale by owners, they don't go after the buy side. Mm. This this house might be contingent on them buying their next home. Yeah. So if if they're buying a home with me, I will um, restructure my commission mm. to make sure it makes sense for everybody. Sure. And on, on on top of that, um, in this market, no matter if it's for sale by owner, if the house is priced right, and that's your job to let them know mm-hmm. that your house is going to have all eyes on it and there's going to be a bidding war. Mm. You know, um, is, it, is it feasible with, every for sale by owner no but every transaction is different mm. i think the biggest thing is get in front of them educating them and continue to educate them and trying to get that deal to work right I, and i love that point i love the point of like well your job as a realtor is or as a real estate agent is to you know help market the home in a way or help price the home in a way that's going to either engage something like a bidding war or that's going to create more interest than maybe they would have been able to do on their own. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that that's how you can, and, and, and 
even more than that, no two for sale by owners, no two leads or listings are alike, right? No two and sellers got, are alike. Right, and you gotta understand, every deal you do is not gonna be a win. Right. Sometimes you're gonna have to take a loss, mm. but you might gain a client or two from that. Yes. And that's a win to me. If I can gain your business and continue to, to grow and move in the direction I want to, um, it's a win. Right. And you know, a, a lot of times, uh, people got to understand it's not going to always be a win. And, and that's the same thing with educating a for sale by owner. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to take a loss. You know, I know this is the biggest asset you have may have, but that don't mean it's always going to be appreciating. Right. And I think that that's a really, a really realistic approach to especially for sale by owners that a lot of people don't really entertain is they're all about making as much money as possible or getting the commission check. And that sometimes, like you said, you've got to take the occasional loss that leads to more wins or that leads to, you know, more opportunities down the road. I love that. I think that's a great approach. Um, a couple more questions creeping in here. Do you do, and, and you've kind of answered this earlier, do you do any farming or are you just cold calling and doing social media? You mentioned earlier that this year your goal is to stick with, you know, do a lot of geo leads and a lot of circle prospecting. Mm -hmm. um, so ramping up your farming is what it sounds mm -hmm. like. Uh, well, so when I when I go to do geo leads this year, I will do mailers. Mm, okay. So now, so now we got two touches. Right. Um, I do have door magnets on my Ram truck. Nice. <laughs> Nice. So now that's another touch. You see me around in the community. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, he might be a Dairy Queen, but he's a, he, he's taking a break from doing a deal. Um, so whatever it is, I, I you know, I've I done the, the billboard. Mm -hmm. I, I just I just I'm trying to get my face and my name out there. So, it, you know, it's oh, there's Martin again. Right. And, you know, playing yourself conscious. I love it and, because all uh, things considered, you're still a relatively new agent, right? You've only been right. actively doing right. this for about a year, which is great. I right. think that's what a lot of these our audience members need to hear is that it's possible and you got to put in that work. Right, Andrew. And on top of that, the biggest thing we have is the phone. Mm -hmm. Use your phone. If you don't have that much uh, money and everybody's coming, you saying they can get you leads and, and um, trying to sell you all these shiny things and objects. Get on your phone and dial. Mm -hmm. Hey, go on your phone book and everybody in there, let them know you're in real estate now. And if you're serious, you will get business and you will last. But right now you need listings to win. I love it. Well, we're, we're getting close to the end of our time here, Martin, but I want to give you one last opportunity to, to leave our audience with any closing thoughts you have, any advice, um, anything that you want to leave them with as, as we wrap up here. Yeah, thanks every uh thank thank you Red X. Thank you Andrew for interviewing me. Thank you for all the people tuning in. Um I just want to say it's all about your mindset. Whatever you put in is what you get out. Hmm. Don't let nobody deter you and steer you in a direction that their ideology is. Don't let nobody put their ideology on you. Go after hmm. what it is. Be strong, be positive, and remember there's people out there that need you and you know just stay positive and go after your dreams chase it great and that's i think that's i think that's what you know a lot of real estate agents are in this for right is that they're looking for freedom they're looking for change they're looking to to you know build themselves and, and establish that i love it well 
Thank you very much, Martin, for joining us today and, and sharing all this valuable information with our audience. Um, like I said, it's, it's super relatable because you're a new agent. A lot of our audience is new agents. And I think a lot of this is going to resonate um, with them. We're getting a lot of thank yous in the chat, um, you know, a lot of shout outs. So, so thank you again. Um, if any of you watching or listening would like to continue this conversation online, you can go check out uh, the Red X Elite Prospectors group on Facebook. Or if you're a customer, you can head over to the customer forum at forum.theredx.com. Uh, we'll try to get Martin in there with us too. And, uh, and if you're new to the podcast, you want to catch up on past episodes or revisit this one, again, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you like to listen. Just search for the Red X Podcast um, and subscribe and you'll get updates for every new episode. So thanks again so much for sharing with us today, Martin. We will see everyone next Thursday. Thank you. Yeah.